gents. Yo, what's good, people? <laughs> it's Reg. It's Stone. And it's uh, day three of us occupying the White House. We've uh, officially set it up right now. Today is the day we're going to do the Kendrick Lamar reenactment of his album cover. We've got a picture of Mr. 4-5 in effigy, and I'll be posing on top with uh, 40 of that ye old eight ball. That's how I celebrate my Juneteenth. Bro, you know, the way things are going, that is actually a possibility. I'm hoping like, it is. Like they're getting they're getting so close to the White House right now, it's actually a possibility. <laughs> like it, it's yo, shit is crazy. Um you know, we've been joking about the apocalypse. Oh I yeah, think, no, yeah. For two years now. And this shit's happening outside. Yeah, it's 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 we as we discussed, we both live relatively close to where where it's happening. I'm literally I can see the Barclays from my window and it's just been, I don't even need a, need a police scanner. All I see is cars going, like 10 cop cars going each direction. I can tell what neighborhood they're heading for. It's fucked up out here, man. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, I hope everybody out here is staying safe. Um, you know, protesting, like letting your voice be heard, ducking from the cops when need be, not trying to block cop SUVs because they'll run you over. Yeah, um, that, that's a new <laughs> tactic. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, using using that that mask that you didn't want to use when we we're trying we're all in coronavirus. <laughs> now you using it. <laughs> now, you, now you gotta use it to hide your face. Now, yeah, you know, uh, it's, coronavirus took the L. You know, I had the lead, uh, lost it in the fourth quarter, and uh, here we are, man. Here we are. Like this is this is crazy and insane. Um, I think. I mean, look, we're people. We're not we're not just podcasters. We're real people. So you know, I've been going through it. I'm sure you've been going through it too, Rich. Like it's it's crazy outside, but uh, you know, we're here. You know, we're we're, we're here for y'all, and uh, yep. we're here to give you the the music takes. Yeah, the, the important, the, the most important thing, the most important takes. thing, <laughs> <laughs> the most important thing, music takes. Yeah, what does y'all absolutely. rule think? Yeah, what's what's what's, <laughs> what's Taylor Swift think? <laughs> Why hasn't Ja Rule spoken about this? Where where is his Twitter account? We need we need we need voices to come out and speak. Like, like this is the most important thing in America right now. Uh, oh, we, we joke, we kid, but you know what else can you do right now? Yeah, no, just be out there, stay safe. You know what I'm saying? That's all. And then uh, I don't know. It's it's. It's it's hard to have new music because everything is is about to, you know everything is related. A lot of the things that have popped up in the industry is kind of all related to it, and either people rising up to the occasion or falling way behind in the occasion. Either or, it feels like there's no in between. Nobody's doing it right. They either, they either doing it you know that's just saying it's not like they're doing it right, but some people are doing it 100 percent, or some people are utterly failing. Yeah, I mean, I I think that's like a good kind of way to kick this off we can go through like all of the celebrities and who's taking the the w and who's taking the l (laughs) (laughs) in this moment because for some reason we look up to celebrities to for guidance for some reason yeah you know and we latch on to whatever they say um and yeah you know like like your boy jay-z we're, 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 what's what, what happens after kneeling? You know, 
Uh, One of the most damning quotes that will haunt him for the rest of his life. Yeah, and, and look, when when Jay Z sold his soul to the NFL, you know, he he basically was just like, uh, you know, oh, we're beyond kneeling, right? Which I I feel like he wasn't trying to say we're beyond race. I think he was trying to say we're beyond like the whole Kaepernick thing, but obviously we're not. <laughs> Yes. And it's like, I I agree with the bigger idea of where, you know, we need to look at bigger things. We need to look at a black empowerment. I, I get the bigger ideas. The thing is, if, it, if it's like, you know, if it was going to be a case of him holding the powers that be their feet to the fire, we would no issue with that. Unfortunately, as we all know, this looked like it was just a regular business deal wrapped up in, you know, wrapped up into this, you know, this, this fake woke kind of sheen to it. Again, I'm offended, but I get it. America's still a capitalistic system. People do as capitalists do. Not surprised. The only thing that's kind of interesting is, like like you said, is it's the framing of it <laughs> was very unfortunate considering what, what we all know what was still happening, but particularly now. And yeah. the fact of where, like, you know, apparently, you know, the press release, hit, you know, hit our desks where he's reaching out to the, you know, Minnesota governor to go speak about the crime. And it's just like, you know, the idea of celebrity is, you know, it's unfair to look up, look, look up to them, basically. It's like the regular people. Like, I, I know Don Lemon had a whole thing where he's calling out Oprah and this and that, where, you know, if we had to go back five years on Don Lemon's timeline, he wasn't necessarily the most woke person there. I think it's unfair to put this kind of responsibility on people. That said, I will say, if you've got a certain level of power or a certain level of privilege, even as a POC, even as somebody who's marginalized, it is up for you to leverage a little bit. You want to make it easier for the guys behind you. And I'm not going to disparage Jay-Z too hard. I do know that he's given to Black Lives Matter. I know both him and Beyonce have. The only thing is, I think, is what kind of made, at least hurt me, is the idea of where the big thing about racism is that it's, it's and, I, and I used to hate this term, but now I love it, gaslighting. It's the idea of where, you know, you think things are the way they are, but they really aren't. So when you kind of give the whole like, oh, we're past kneeling and this and that, and it's about making deals and blah, 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 it kind of forgets that, you know, literally in some far corner <laughs> somewhere, you know, there's there's a young teenager just playing his music in the car, hopping out to go to the 7-Eleven or to the Wawa or whatever, and then an interaction happens where that person gets hurt or might get their life taken. And I think that's something we kind of lose focus on. And I think that, you know, when you have these big NFL deals and everything, it kind of makes you forget that it's about what's happening on the ground level. Like, and I think that's what this kind of tragedy has kind of reminded us of where, you know, it's very cool that, you know, black culture is huge and all these things are happening and, you know, everybody wants to be a rapper and blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, these basic interactions, this, you know, this A plus B equals C interactions of where, you know, Cop pulls you over, something happens, you get a ticket. Cop, you know, cop comes up, something happens, maybe you go, you know, spend a night at the tombs. You know, that these interactions that should be kind of re relatively straightforward inevitably get escalated and end up in black death for really no reason. And I, I think that's kind of what we're kind of, at least the big star is going to have to learn where if you're going to kind of step up, you kind of have to really step up, you can't half-ass it. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And, and I don't know, you know, because I'm seeing this link and it's saying like Jay Z talked to the Minnesota governor, and I, I just remember being on Reddit and like 
somebody posted that from the news conference because the Minnesota governor said it in the news conference, and I'm just like, this is the craziest timeline. Um, but yeah, I you know, I don't know how much energy I have to like go at Jay Z. Um, you know, maybe he'll come out and say, hey, you know what, I was wrong. And I could see Jay Z doing that. I feel like he's a pretty humble person, right? So, you know, whatever. But yeah, I mean, I, I do think that. You know, you have these people who are of privilege, uh, and Jay-Z is definitely of privilege now, um, who are completely disconnected. And I feel like unless you're really trying to put yourself out there and putting your bag at risk, like our boy John Boyega, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know. celeb coons out there. Like, like, you know, it, like, unless you're putting your bag at risk, like, like, you know, it's like step back because I, I, I feel like, you know, this is real. This is, this, these are real things. And when Jay Z, Jay Z made that deal and pretty much threw racism under the bus, other that, you know, basically saying like, oh, it's, we're past that, threw that under the bus uh, and threw the pain of racism under the bus uh, to get that deal. Um, you know, I, th- I think that was like a big thing. I feel like, like people are not going to forget that no matter how many times you talk to the Minnesota governor. So, um, hopefully, uh, we can see Jay, um, you know, or you, you know, probably Beyonce first kind of coming out and, and maybe making amends with that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. And right. then, I don't know. And then, uh, what else? And then you had, you had infamous killer Mike where, which I always find hilarious because, for somebody whose current record career is pretty much based off kind of channeling, like, you know, for lack of a better term, like the anger of the system of Rage Kids Machine, but doing it through avant garde, like fucking industrial leaning rapids, you know, he's somebody who is very, you know, very vocal. You know, they have a new record dropping up, Run the Jewels, on Friday, which at least a couple of clips I've heard is still very much fuck the system, kind of pleading to save the system. <laughs> As far as looting and destroying black businesses are concerned, for me, I'm kind of stuck in between both. Um, obviously, I, like I said, I, I I like Run the Jewels. I like what they're doing. I'm a huge LP fan. Love the production. Um, think he's probably one of the best producers out there as far as music is. Period. Just for because he's been doing this very futuristic kind of like Blade Runner like soundscapes forever. Um, Killer Mike, very formidable MC. A little bit funny with the trolling sometimes, particularly in the political space. But I kind of get it. You know, I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna hit anybody getting their bag. Um, it's just weird to kind of see. You know, and, and I, I struggle because he came out there. He cried. Kind of gave the link about like his father. He's got family law enforcement, and kind of said, you know, he understands revolutionary acts, but he doesn't want you to burn down the city. And kind of T.I. kind of, you know, scuttled behind it, kind of saying the same exact thing. But the reason why I kind of struggle with that is the idea of where it's and it's and it's a rough one. It, it's I, I, I think it's because at least from my perspective, I'm not going to say I'm a student of history. I feel that at times shit has to burn. And I hate to say it like that, less about the fact of where we want to see any violence. We want to have people lose their livelihoods. We want anybody to have they, for them to get hurt. But unfortunately, America has a very relatively thick skull. And it seems that only when they're faced with the idea of where 
Oh shit, my white picket fence. Oh shit, my vacation to fucking Cancun. Oh shit, you know, my, my job. When, when society kind of devolves to a point of when these things are at stake is when they kind of step up and say, oh shit, maybe, maybe this injustice happening is actually real. Um, personally, I found I was tone deaf just because it was at that time of where, you know, people were very angry, you know, it's at that time, I believe, did they arrest him by that time? I'm not too sure. I don't think he was even arrested yet formally. The, I should say police protection, quote unquote, the uh, killer cop. That was what, Friday? Yeah, I can't remember. I, I can't. But he, no, I think he was, I think, yeah, maybe around that time, but I, yeah. who knows? Who knows what time it is yeah. anymore? But it, but it was weird, and I, and I said it could be from my perspective. I'm saying I'm right, but I thought it was awkward to kind of watch him kind of sell, like you know, like oh, don't burn down our town, don't this, don't that, because it seemed kind of a very, I don't know, for lack of a better term, capitalistic point of view. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely, and I think to be honest, I struggle with it too, because I think like right now we're in this weird phase of the whatever this is. The rioting, <laughs> where you know you have people who are very angry, who are disaffected. I mean, we're in a country now that has forty percent, uh, forty million people unemployed, and the youth like unemployment rate is like something like twenty or thirty percent. The black youth unemployment rate is higher than that, right? So, like, this is like where the country is in terms of uh, just making sure that you can pay your bills and we make it really shitty for you <laughs> to, do, to pay said bills. Right. So, um, you know, I understand like the anger, um, from like Thursday, Friday, Saturday night, like, um, and even mm-hmm. in, uh, Minneapolis, you know, um, like that de- police department has like almost 3000, mm-hmm. I think like, I think from last year or something like that, two or 3000 complaints from citizens, uh, for excessive force, um, and the average black per- family makes half of the average white family. Uh, so there's a huge income disparity. So there's a lot that's driving that anger. Um, adding in like staying in for three months and not having a job and expecting to pay rent, right? Um, so yeah, I do think at that time is tone deaf. Maybe now we're in a weird place where um, shit's a little scarier. Um, we're seeing like more people looting and shit like that. Like I, apparently they're looting like Queen Sarah Mall right now. Um, and I think people are just kind of like, Oh shit, this is getting a little bit closer to me. Um, but even then it's definitely something where I see where killer Mike was coming from. I don't think killer Mike was saying, Hey, don't loot the mall. Cause we have to protect Macy's. I think killer Mike is more like, Hey, like the looting is going to overtake the protests as a narrative and it might set us back if you don't, if we don't like, you know, create balance. Right. And I'm not saying like, I, that's why I personally believe, I don't know. I'm, I struggle with it, with things, you know? Um, but I feel like that was kind of his gist, um, but just probably came at the weird moment. And also, you know, kind of came at a press conference with the mayor, like it yeah. just maybe like the, the optics weren't the greatest, but I'm not going to throw Killer Mike under the bus for this one. I, I, I feel like I, I feel like I understand what he's saying, you know, um, and also, too, you know, like like there are a lot of people who aren't approving of the looting because 
again, like who's going to have to pay for that? <laughs> who's going to have to clean Agreed. it up? Yeah. <laughs> Essential workers are going to have to clean it up. You know, like these companies are probably not coming back and they're already, were not open for like months at a time. So jobs might leave. Like there's a lot of stuff where, um, you know, and for me, I'm very pessimistic, right? Like I don't think any, anything's going to change. That's just me, my personal opinion. So I can see a little bit of that too. So, uh, and I didn't hear, I didn't hear T.I. sing because who wants to hear T.I. speak? Like, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. It's, it's, there, there's a certain thing. I feel like there's a certain deflection certain rappers have where they're so eloquent as MCs, but goddamn, outside of rapping, it's, it's so, <laughs> like, it's so like, oh, it's, don't talk, dude. Please don't talk. <laughs> So, anyway, uh, anyway, all right. Who so, else, who else we got here? Well, you see, we, we spent all this time dissing black men. It's only right that we ch- we we turn our eyes towards the real saviors. You know, what I'm saying the people who are going to bring us out of this mess, the ones we could always count on as two black men, white girls. That's right. You might get docs for that, but Dude, that's right. You know, I see you out I, there. I see you so, out there, pink toes, not washing your legs. I I see y'all sexies. <laughs> And I recognize so, your struggle. So here, all right. Let's let's talk about let's talk about this because I I feel like this is very interesting, and I feel like um I don't know it's like when you seen all these corporations, have you seen all like, all these corporations like Nike, fucking Amazon? Yeah, Peloton. they they all they, they all care about Black Lives. They, like, they're it's it's cool that, that these that. <laughs> These abstract corporate entities on paper magically came to life and care about me. I feel so loved. Like, they don't want my dollar know, at all. With the black background, the white font, they all have the same <laughs> like background. But anyway, um, so I guess like uh, Billie Eilish came out and Taylor Swift came out, and you know they were kind of like I guess address, address Billie Eilish. I guess address her white privilege, um, and I'm, I'm happy to talk about that, but. Taylor Swift actually coming out and at Donald Trump and basically, um, you know, accusing him rightfully so of fanning the flames of white supremacy. That that was crazy to me. That was, that was really crazy to me. Like, and I think it's because number one, Taylor Swift has for the most part been apolitical. Um, and, you know, to the point where she was very silent about a lot of shit, uh, to the point where people thought that she was probably a white supremacist herself or like, you know, a, a, a Karen, basically, who, who kind of, you know, uh, silently agrees. Right. Um, or, you know, so to kind of have her do this, and look, it's probably a calculated move. She's not making that much money there right now. Scooter took half her bag, so maybe she feels like a victim, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it definitely felt like it was something where she had a phone call with she, DeRay. DeRay she was like, this is what oppression feels like. He yeah, took half my she's bag. Like, she's like, now I understand, you know? <laughs> um, but I do have to say, like, like in terms of, like, um, you know, celebrities... I feel like you've you've had celebrities come out and they've all kind of said the same thing. Um, And they all kind of said like, oh, you know, like the struggle for black people is blah, blah, blah. I feel like Taylor is unique where she like he at Donald Trump. She put her bag at risk, Um, you know, because obviously people were like, oh, shit. Like now I got to burn my Taylor Swift CDs, you know. Um, 
And I'm not saying that she's like a racial warrior or anything, but I do think it's very interesting to see that. Um, yeah, I'm not saying I'm Team Taylor by any means, but like, like this is kind of what you need. You like, like you can't just retweet somebody. Like you have to put your bag on the line. <laughs> yeah, no, and and it's it's I struggle for two because I'm a cynical asshole. So I remember when it first happened, I was like, all right, cool, welcome to the party. You know, racism is wrong. That that's a very controversial stance to take. <laughs> but at the same time. You know, you look at somebody who came from an industry that also fucking, you know, blackballed the fucking Dixie Chicks for fucking their career. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of fucked up. And it, it, it's it says less. And again, not not the hugest fan of her music, you know, in general. But I do think it says a lot where, like you said, they're willing to put their bag on the line. She's willing to kind of say this sucks, you know, particularly with somebody who's cultivated a certain fan base that is very, you know, it's, it's very milquetoast white, very soccer mom, you know, country based. And it's it's cool to see somebody at least try some allyship. Is it a big deal in the, in the grand scheme of things? I would say, yeah, I no. get it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's a she just got onto her phone, picked it up, typed something up and fucking, you know, probably two minutes top sent it out. But I do think that in these times, we kind of need more voices and more amplification, particularly with, and you already kind of see it, where fucking, you know, all the protests this week were about, you know, Antifa, you know, the, the mythical Antifa who came, who, who came from Antifa Islands, who to, to sow this, this, you know, who, who came here to, 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 to rob your stores and sow discontent. And it's, and it's not true. So I think that when you've got these people who are all relatively popular, who have this corner of pop and are known, and they're speaking from it, when they don't really have to, where they don't really, you know, that world has nothing to do with race at all, I think it's important. So like I said, I, I kind of take back a lot of my initial criticisms because I was like, all right, cool, Taylor. You think racism is wrong. That's fine. But that said, could be a testimony to who she is or it could be a testimony to how bad America is. The fact that she kind of, you know, used a platform, the kind of, the fact that Billie Eilish kind of used their platforms to kind of say, hey, this sucks, yada, 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 black lies is, is a big deal. So, so here's the thing that, that I feel like is the next step for both of them, you know, because Billie Eilish winning, did she, she, I don't even know, it seems like 10 years ago when she won, like, what is it, Best New Artist or something like that over SZA, was that? Was that the year? Or like, I don't know what. what you know what's sad? This could have been this year. It's just like, we've all aged 50 years. You're, I, I, her, <laughs> Billy <laughs> Alex is now like 45 years old. She's got like three kids. <laughs> I, I already use the words in, in, in work today. You're operating from a January 2020 mentality. <laughs> <laughs> so anything, anything is possible. Anything is possible. But. Um, but all the, you know, with Billie Eilish, I'm like, okay, that's great. So the next time the Grammys come around, um, and you win an award for some bullshit that you've done, uh, are you going to give that award away to a more, probably possibly more deserving black person? Yeah. It's also, you're right. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of the next step before I say, all right, cool. You're cool. You know, cause I, again, like. You can say these things and you could take these calculated risks. And I feel like Taylor has, has literally kind of probably had all her data scientists say like, hey, you could do this and you'll only lose like X amount of money and you're not making that much money anyway. But you got to take it to the next step before you become this, you know, like this whatever, like racial warrior or whatnot. Right. Like you have to you're you're in positions of power 
black people are marginalized, you got to take that, that step to, to, to lift black people up um, as much as possible um, and sh- shatter institutions like the Recording Academy, right? Um, like, if that's something you want, or like, like make sure that when you go these places, make sure that you um, don't use local police, right? Uh, on your tours, like things like that. True, right? very like, true. Like, there's a lot of stuff you can do um, that's actionable um that you know i i feel like i don't think they're there yet <laughs> but i think that's going to be the key that's going to be um kind of like like going to be the next step for a lot of these people so yeah no very true it's putting it for your mouth is yeah that's, it's, it's very telling when you said about also using local police it's it's the idea of where you have to kind of like oh and the thing is I won't say it's necessarily hard but it's a lot of small changes you have to be cognizant of it's like, it's like they kind of say it's not good enough to be not racist you have to be actively anti-racist you know you just can't be like well you know I love everybody yada 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 and kind of go through your life from a person with privilege you kind of have to like you know spend a lot of your time kind of looking at systems you know analyzing it critically and say hey how can I change this so that way it really is equal it's just not me you know walking in and doing my shit normally and feeling like I get my little fucking star next to my name for the day because I didn't use a slur yeah no definitely definitely uh what else you got here oh virgil virgil abloh my favorite my favorite i love him so (laughs) uh Uh. i I mean it it goes back to the idea of of, and maybe you juxtapose it with the so long story short virgil's been talking a lot of stuff on instagram um, I think the big the big thing that I said that set it all off was the fact of where there's been a lot of bailout funds out there, which you definitely should give to. And shit, I think maybe we should put something in the in the. We'll put in the notes. We'll put yeah, us a couple of yeah. We'll put some a couple in there. But anyway, long story short, the big thing has been people have been giving money to them. You know based all across the United States to help bailout protesters or actually fight the good fight, and people have been bashing those donations. Big, cool, awesome, great thing to do. Um, with Mr. Ablo, though, <laughs> he posted a quite sizable amount, $50, <laughs> which is pretty much probably even on the lower spectrum of people who've been kind of, you know, taking these fucking donations and kind of asking you to match it and rightfully kind of got taken to task. What didn't help him is similar is he kind of had a weird rant about streetwear being over, but then he juxtaposed it with the fact of where, you know, but but you're, you know, you're looting these streetwear shops and these guys are like young entrepreneurs and it was just a weird kind of fucking, like, gotta hear both sides kind of speech, kind of like, you know, basically lamenting, kind of, kind of basically kind of, like I said, it's almost both sides, where it's like, on one hand, he's kind of saying how people don't respect the culture, while he's not respecting the culture, saying that it's dead, and then using that as a platform to kind of say, it's fucked up for you to fucking, you know, riot and pillage these stores. Um, I don't know. Like I said, it kind of goes back to my Killer Mike thing, where I kind of understand the pain, I kind of understand the idea of you don't want to burn down your own shit. But I think even... Even if you're somebody about like not burning down your hood, nobody is gonna lament the fact that you know your two hundred dollar t shirt slash you know eight hundred dollar kick store got burned down. I, I don't I don't know if that's the move, you know. Even if it wasn't fucking 
protests about fucking police brutality just based off the unemployment might not have been exactly the move to kind of ask pity for. Yeah. So I do have to say, like, I know somebody who works with a lot of street, streetwear brands and he was just kind of talking about, um, they work with a lot of like the stores in LA that got looted. And, um, I don't know. I mean, like, I guess he got mad when somebody said, like, yo, like, you got insurance anyway, and apparently that's not really true for streetwear stores just because they always get robbed anyway, so insurance is expensive, and, like, insurance doesn't pay out. Um, And, you know, they are, like, entrepreneurs, like, outside of, like, your Supremes and shit, you know, are owned by, like, private equity firms. Um, So, I mean, okay, cool. Like, I understand that. Like, you know, whatever. In the grand scheme of things, we're (laughs) hella oppressed right now. Uh, we're getting shot by the cops. Three or story looted, whatever. It's like not a big deal. Um, yeah, you know, like Virgil Abloh donating fifty dollars is I don't know, it's it's kinda crazy because like part of me is just kinda like, Well, is he not as rich as we think he is? But the other part of me is just kinda like, Did you think you were gonna do that and like that was gonna make a change? I don't know. <laughs> I don't I I don't know like where his his mindset is. I don't know like you know, um, it is kind of weird though. And I I do feel like again, you have these people who are so kind of divorced from what the average African American person goes through. Um, and I'm not saying like I'm you know like I might be those people in certain situations. You know. Um, yeah, we're both yeah, we both have jobs. We're both working remote. We're both we're both in a place that we're we're in we're in a city where it's fucked up, but it's not as marginalized as it could be. You know. Yeah, yeah, you know, and 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 you know, I look, I you know, my bag's secured for the most part. So, um, so yeah, but I, I, but yeah, it's just kind of crazy um, to one donate such a minimal amount and not like put your again, like, put your bag on the line in this time, but also to to kind of, like, focus on like, your like, your, I guess, company or focus on, like, whatever, like, not focus on, like, the larger issue at hand, right? Which is <laughs> just enfranchisement, police brutality, um, you know, like, all of these different things. Um, the fact that for the most part, this person who murdered a black man is most likely going to get off. Like just looking at like how they, they structured the, the charging documents, they're structuring it in a way um, so that he can get like this, 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 this killer cop can get off. Right. They're saying he didn't die for it from asphyxiation um, and blah, blah, blah. If you actually read the documents, those are the things you should focus on as a celebrity. Um, you know, all the other things, the culture will, will rebuild itself. Like, we're already having to rebuild the culture anyway, right? Because of coronavirus, you know? So, like, <laughs> it's not like like those stores are open anyway. It's not like, you know, like culture was thriving anyway, right? Yeah, so, right, true. You know, um, to focus on that and focus on your bag and not focus on the larger issue at hand, it's kind of messed up. Um, and also to just give fifty dollars out on top of that, um, you know, and, and kind of like have your name attached to that, um, is also messed up. You know, even if you think if even if like Virgil Abloh, like, uh, didn't make that much money and he was just posing for the gram, like you don't, you know, you gotta like keep up expectations, fam. 
know. Yeah, so. at least if you put it on something like, yo, I'm putting, I, I, actually, even this would sound bad, but at least people just like, $50 ain't nothing, at least do 50 and then use that as an example, cool. But it literally felt like you kind of went to this pocket and so was like, oh, fuck it, this is what I have, and just kind of threw it into the fucking pile, which, you know, like doesn't the, necessarily <laughs> inspire fucking confidence. Yeah, it was like the first selection on, on the GoFundMe page was $50. Yeah. It's like, oh, it, okay, all right, cool. Yeah, it's like, whatever, you know, that big of a deal. But yeah, no, no, like I said, it, it's, it's the idea of where, you know, and then goes back to your point it's like these people are regular people we don't really expect people who have a certain level of fame and celebrity to kind of step up that said <laughs> it would be nice if you could you know that's all yeah no definitely yeah. definitely uh and, and then i guess the last thing is and we were discussing this before i i like it's 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 and we'll get into new music because you're able to listen to some new songs but it was kind of very difficult and i think that in general you know, when things kind of happen in your life and things kind of feel a little bit unshaky, you kind of reach out for things that have, um, uh, they, they kind of moor you, that kind of like, oh, this is something that, you know, this is something that reminds me of normal, reminds me of home, reminds me of a past, reminds me of a better time. So at least for me, and I know kind of discuss about for you, for me, something that reminds me of happier times, Ice Cube. <laughs> Old Ice Cube. <laughs> um. Yeah, no, it's it's something where, you know, kind of trying to process what's happening around and, you know, trying to ways to kind of let it go out. Uh, yeah, no, I was into this certificate, which I actually kind of prefer to America's most, but I will make the argument probably the best Ice Cube document I think is Kill at Will. Because mm. it's it's like it's it's an EP, but it's not necessarily a short EP. It's him at fucking the beats are all fucking fantastic. Uh, it doesn't have the bloat of fucking death certificate, but it sounds more assured than America's most. If that makes any word sense, he plays yeah, a little bit more on the flows. It's a little more smoother. Again, America's most classic death certificate classic, but I feel like Killette Will has that, that it bridges them both. And that's why I like it a lot. Mm, okay. That's, I, mean, that's, that's, that, I mean, it's not a bad take. I, I'm probably more in death certificate on the death certificate. Like, uh, I, I feel like there's more anger there, and I think Angry Ice Cube is like the great Ice Cube. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you know, like uh, I haven't listened to that some of that stuff in a while, and I feel like I need to do a whole like Public Enemy Ice Cube, like all of the dudes telling us to fuck the system in 30 years ago, like just round up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's it it, it kind of I'm gonna say it holds up. The problem with early like a lot of unfortunately young 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 black men who are kind of raised in this fucking weird white supremacy patriarchy, kind of a little bit hard on the misogyny. But it's that it, a lot of I think my favorite there was um, the song called Us. Which on paper should be problematic because it's all about respectability politics. It's all about, you know, blah, blah, blah. You know, we shouldn't be killing each other, this and that. But uh, what I liked about it was the fact of where, as opposed to, and I forget that Kendrick track where he kind of did the same exact thing. Where it's very much like you've got to do, you know, as black people, we've got to be more responsible for what we're doing in our hood. But, mm. with, Ice, but with Ice Cube, what I thought was where I thought Kendrick was a little bit too pandery. I feel like Ice Cube was like, I'm a piece of shit too, kind of. Like, we all kind of have to do better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not going to say I rock up the politics 100%. A lot of it was just like, eh, like I said, a little bit old and dated, not necessarily fully formed ideas. But I thought it was like, just for a dad to have, because at this time, particularly, I'm not necessarily open to those kind of messages. But I was like, I kind of get where you're coming from. I disagree, but at least I see there's a sense of love there and it's not speaking down to it. You know what I'm saying? 
Yeah, no, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, also, I do want to talk about this one thing. I know we're, this is this is a, a extra long episode. It's a very special episode. <laughs> um, but uh, the the music industry blackout. Oh, forget about that. I wonder why. Because <laughs> um, it's very forgettable. Yeah. So apparently, I forgot who proposed this, but this was proposed for Tuesday, June second. And I think initially maybe it was Ebro who was just kind of like, hey, instead of my regularly scheduled programming, I was going to um, just like fill that with interviews with community activists. And basically Ebro's kind of challenging all of these other record labels to, um, you know, participate, right? And basically all the labels kind of came back again black background white font which is avant-garde right now come on son like you know um and they're like oh well we're not going to do a label release this week or we're gonna like you know make a donation and blah blah and it kind of has become this half-assed like you know way for their marketing teams to say hey we have a voice um and a lot of people are just kind of getting upset about that um me included um i there's a lot of stuff you can do um you know you can you know instead of like i don't know trying to push the ariana grande uh justin bieber track you can push like a track from an unknown black artist yeah and like (laughs) you know what release a remix Oh, the Ariana Grande, Justin Bieber track <laughs> with that artist and get their, their, their streams up, right? Like, there's a lot of, like, innovative things that you could do. Um, you know, I guess you're saying, like, um, Bandcamp was making a donation, all, all the money um, raised. Was, is it tomorrow? It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's in the future. It's uh, June 19th. Everything they okay. raised for 25 oh, period will go straight. Yeah, Juneteenth. Oh, shit. Forgot about Yeah, look at that. Look at those little sneaky bastards. Little sneaky woke bastards. They, they have a black person on, on staff there. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, but that's something where, like, I don't know how, how bad Cap is making money because, like, they've been doing this for a while, just donating all their proceeds to, like, artists and, you know, how they keep all your servers running. But I thought, you know, I thought it would be something like that, right? Where, um, and I think, like, maybe Warner Music is talking about it, um, donating, like, a portion of streams. But, again, like, like you need to put your back at risk. Donate 100% of your streams towards, you know, um, whatever, like, rights organizations are out there. Or to the artists themselves, right? Um, you're taking, like, 70, 80% of their cut, right? Like, for one day. Just for Juneteenth, do that, right? Um, so it's I don't think it's taking steam as much as like people thought it would. Um, because I also thought it's, it's a lot of music industry execs like thinking they're doing something. But I feel like it could be something. And I know there's a few people I've been talking to in the industry that are trying to like, um, you know, reinvent it, the, the idea, um, and kind of make it worthwhile. Um, but yeah, just like, just don't, don't post an Instagram post about how you like recognize or black struggle. Like, like, again, like put your bag on the line, right? That's all Agreed. you know, you, you'll be way more appreciated. Yeah, so. no, 
Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's. I saw it too, and I'll be honest with you, I, I flipped through it and I really couldn't get it. I saw that they wouldn't announce new album releases, which seems like the most basic. Like, who wants to drop an album in this environment? <laughs> <laughs> I, again, yeah. it's like it's like the minimum thing you can do, right? It's like if yeah. you release an album in the middle of riots, in the middle of a pandemic, you're probably not going to get that many streams anyway. Oh so. yeah, no. Uh, I think I, I was reading something because I guess I, I think Sony was supposed to drop their PlayStation 5 presser, this whole big thing this week. And they even kind of actually shit. If I remember correctly, and I could be wrong, I'm pretty sure they actually said Black Lives Matter, first of all, on their Instagram. Sony, so straight up, no like, we support, yada, yada, kind of went straight out there. And they canceled their pressure, the presser, the announcing a new PlayStation 5, you know, for the near future. And like, you know, not to say that they're woke or anything else, but it's just like it kind of shows you that all these empty promises that, oh, we're doing all this, all that. It's kind of like it was going to happen anyway. You know what I'm saying? You don't really get points exactly. for recognizing a moment's happening and this might be bad for my branding to announce a new fucking, you know, Taylor Swift remix album. You know, shots to the goddess. <laughs> <laughs> We're not saying that today, fam. <laughs> In honor of Black Lives, I am I, I, I becoming the most hotep of hotep. That's what the it is now. The only guys I, I recognize is Beyonce right now. Um, <laughs> that's it. I'm, I'm going full wearing my dashiki with my white girl. Going long dress. <laughs> raising some biracial children. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. Uh, so, that's all the music news. Um, I know it's a, a very long episode. Um, do we want to save the Freddie Gibbs yeah let's talk next week i think let's let let, 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 because i'm a fan and i haven't had a chance to listen to it yet myself and like i said it it feels a little bit weird i mean i guess next week we'll be more up to talking about music because i guess we're running from the cops for tvs we'll have to have a soundtrack so maybe that could be it i yeah i dude it's it's kind of crazy because i can't even think into the future right now like i'm trying to get I'm trying to get through tonight, right? I don't even know what like next week is gonna hold, right? So uh, yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll try to make it happen for y'all. Like, look, yeah. if, if <laughs> we're here, you know, as long as we don't get shot by the cops, um, we'll be on this podcast for y'all. So yep, absolutely. But uh, like like <laughs> like we said before, you know, everybody out there, stay safe. You know, definitely make sure your voices are heard. Definitely don't let them use it as an excuse to silence your voice either you know literally or physically um and you know just stay safe guys you know we're, we're pulling for y'all and you know black lives hashtag true 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 all right until next time people peace peace